New Thought Guy. Well, you know, there's a power for good in the universe and you get to use that. Who believes this AI? There is one mind, one power, one divine intelligence, call it God, spirit source, presence, call it Phil, if you'd like. Who believes that? Say I. Each of us is an individualization of a, an unlimited, unconditional loving power infusing with us and revealing in us that we are a part of that one mind. Who believes this? Say I. Good. I can feel it. I don't have to hear you. I can feel it. Because, but that is the truth. Mark Twain once said, the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you discover why. And the truth is the why you are here. Now I can hear it now. You're, you're saying, yeah, yeah, we get it. You say something like this every week, Rev. J. So what? What's new? Well, I bring all this up because last week we declared our independence from all kinds of things that get in the way of our prosperity, our health, our peace of mind, our creativity, our fun. This week, I am here to declare that the war is over. What war am I talking about? Well, first let me read a quote from Emma Curtis Hopkins, the great teacher of teachers, from her book, The Radiant I Am. She says, I have let people and objects and activities come toward me and impinge upon me till I have been overpiled and mountain-covered with thoughts. But now I know that I am at my own center, authority over and through my universe, this I am power is. I am here to spread my original nature abroad, till from me to the utmost stretches, all is through my divine ego and only through my divine ego. Now, what does she mean by her divine ego? That's that vibration at the speed of the divine that we talk about. That is that entertaining God only in all of our thoughts and feelings and when we see people. I believe that it's time to end the fighting, the hardship, the hunger, the beatings, the killings, the disease, the famine, the theft, the anger. And I want everyone to put down your weapons of outrage, your ammo of anger and hate, because they've done us no good. They haven't advanced each and every one of us, one iota of peace or serenity, only an abundance of, of continued conflict, aggression, fear, and sometimes pain. Who understands what I'm saying right here? Say I. <laughs> so I repeat, I am here to declare that the war is over. The war I am referring to is the war between yourself 
and yourself, myself and myself, and that with everyone else, everywhere else. Ernest Holmes said in his book, Science of Mind, The Science of Mind and Spirit, as it was originally called, if man takes his images of thought only from his previous experiences, then he continues in the bondage which those previous experiences create. If we talk about discord, we shall become more discordant. The more the world arms for war, the more certain it is that there will be war. So I ask you, what arms are you bearing? What wars have you been fighting? Your family history, some future illness because of your DNA, that not good enoughs? Are you stuck in the must-dos or the must-bes? Is it somebody, something some, somebody said? Or is it about your judgments? Is that what you're warring about? The judgments you have, the biases you have, the prejudices you have, maybe somebody with tattoos, extreme left or right wingers, LGBTQ folk, phobias that you might have of origin, race, creed, spiritual philosophy of, of another. Anybody recognizing any of this in their life, say I. Now, I know, I totally get that we like this kind of stuff to stay hidden. But as it is hidden, so the war continues with guilt, shame, illness, anger, disharmony, dysfunction, disappointment, hate, just generally the disintegration of spirit, of our spirit, not the greater spirit, not the divine that is always there, but the disintegration of our expression of the spirit in an, in an intentional way. We must stop warring with our upbringing, our parents, the one who did us wrong, our society, our history. What I'm doing right now is I am doing the kick in your pants so that each and every one of us, including myself, take off the blinders. Now, I'm not saying that this world doesn't have work to do for the climate, for the disadvantaged, the mistreated, but when, when we focus on the wrong or the wronging of it, we end up inviting more of it because that's what we're focusing on. And that's what the universe hears and sees and listens and finds and absorbs is that focus on the wrong or the wronging. And I'm not saying stop protesting, changing laws, changing minds. I'm saying our minds must be changed and the anger must end. Now, I mean no disrespect or judgment to people and organizations fighting for justice, equality, and rights. That must continue. But I say it's time for all of us to take the next step. Because with hate and anger, we have incarcerated our love of peace and justice and equality and rights. In order to shift paradigms and beliefs of the ignorant and misinformed, we must shift ours. To shift others' consciousness, we must shift ours. We cannot impact individuals who are currently incarcerated by their ignorance and prejudice until we know ours, impact ours. 
How do we bring this to those who experience PTSD and feel trapped by their traumas? By releasing our traps and traumas. How do we turn hate and anger into love, calm, and peace? By turning ours. What happens to one part of God in some way happens to all of its parts, all of us. Max Planck, who was a famous physicist, in fact, um, considered the founder of quantum theory, wrote in the 1940s, all matter originates and exists only by virtue of a force. We must assume behind this force the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind. This mind is the matrix of all matter. This divine intelligence is that which is within us. It is that energy, that force. And the force he's talking about is love. Unconditional divine love. An energy that is palpable and has been proven efficacious. Stop the war and come home. There's a show called Jeremiah. And um, I was watching it not too long ago, and, and uh, I forgot the character who spoke it, but they spoke these lines, and it just struck me, and I wanted to bring this to you. And it said, if one guy with a bullet could change the world in, the, in a school depository in Dallas or a hotel in Los Angeles or Memphis, how much more could one person with an idea, the right idea, change the world? Today, this day, the world will change forever, not because of the clash of armies, not the, in the currency of bomb blasts or body counts, but through the proper application of the only force that matters, the only power that even God respects, because it is the God power. And that is the truth. And the truth that J. Michael Straczynski was writing about is love. Love is that truth. Be at what you love, not what you hate. It's a powerful mindset of progression. Because when we are in hate, thinking that this hate and this anger and, and even this outrage, and I don't mean the initial anger or, or outrage at, at at things in the world, but the continuous uh, embodiment of this anger or outrage does not progress us. It's almost the one step forward, two steps back situation. Again, Ernest Holmes, when the law of circulation is retarded, stagnation results. So the law of circulation mandates that we get what we give. So let's give love, not hate. Peace instead of anger. Stop the war. Seek ways to circulate your light. You know, Maya Angelou suffered a life of torment and darkness. Um, I'm sure you know Maya Angelou, the, the great novelist. Enduring intense physical and emotional abuse by a family member that nearly stole her voice forever. She was actually mute for five years, almost five years. But with the help of a family friend, she found her own voice again. She was introduced to Dickens and Shakespeare and Poe and others. And 
they influenced her personal and professional philosophies, propelling her to become a conduit of love. Because one person raised her up. We got to stop the war and see beyond conditions and appearances. Gregory Boyle is a great um, example. He's a Jesuit who has worked to counter gang activity for over 30 years. His homeboy industries has directed hundreds away from gangs and into productive lives by providing them employment, counseling, and, and, and love to at-risk youth in L.A. Often he finds individuals bearing full facial tattoos come to him. Now, that's not necessarily scary, but most of the time seems scary. And while it would be easy for Father Boyle to assess them based upon the appearance of those full facial tattoos, he sees only God and works to successfully restore their dignity, inspiring many to do the same for their peers, bringing, bringing them into a family of dignity and respect for themselves. The Quran says, and whoever saves a life, it is as though he or she had saved all mankind. Too many people are consumed by their suffering in prisons and detention centers as soldiers and single moms, black, brown, sad, angry, overwhelmed people. And we can only truly enjoy our freedom by spreading it around. There's no freedom in anger. There's only bondage. There's... When we focus on love, that is what is needed. Whether it's by volunteering, teaching, leading by example, smiling, just smiling at strangers. Sometimes it's hard to see a smile, except you do see it in the eyes. Now that we're wearing masks. Hold a door open, deliver some food, carry a sign, put a sign in your window. We've done that. Write a law. Speak your loving words and insist on equality, education, justice. Not because you hate what's going on, because you love what's right, what's just, what's equal. We got to stop the war. Leviticus says, thou shalt love thy neighbor as themselves. So I think another step here other than the two I, I talked about, maybe our first step here is the ho'oponopono. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Forgiveness to self and others is the first and foremost and probably the most powerful step to ending the war that we are all in. Now, this is not about fault. This is about movement. This is not about what's right or wrong. This is about loving what is true and living that truth. Like Rumi said, if you knew the secrets of life, you too would choose no other companion but love. So say it again with me. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Let's put our hands on our hearts. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. This powerful Hawaiian healing practice is one of 
reconciliation and forgiveness for both ourselves and the world around us. To harbor resentment against others hurts the person who refuses to forgive, which in this case is you and me. Purifying one's soul by releasing bad memories or feelings frees the mind, the whole divine matrix, from the negative whirlwind trap of hate, anger, resentment, disappointment, even fear. Being ponyo is being in perfect balance with all of life. So let us be the way showers and sign our names to a peace treaty. Let's do that now. Sign our names to a peace treaty between ourselves and ourselves and between ourselves and all the rest of the world. Let me bring that up to the screen right now. Hold on just a sec. Let me add this to the stream because I want you to be able to, oh look, there's lots of people. I want you to be able to uh, see, there it is, the Ho-Ho-Pano-Pano. Ho-Ho-Pano-Pano. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. There's a wonderful story. You can find it on the internet. Maybe someday I'll bring it in. But there's a wonderful story of some great healing from a psychiatrist who used this at his work in a hospital, psychiatric hospital. But for now, let's just pick someone, something, some idea, and once again put our hands on our hearts and thinking of that idea, maybe even the same idea or person that we thought about in our healing ceremony. And know, as we speak, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. These are the words of radical forgiveness. These are the words of knowing that love is what the divine teaches us. These are the words of reconciling with ourselves, forgiving ourselves as well as others. And the love that we speak is that divine love. that divine love that we share. Congratulations. It's victory day. Witness the rebuilding of the society we prayed for. Go outside. We've made a difference right now. Keep working at this till it feels comfortable and right and easy. And you'll see out there all of us thriving in peace, blessed in love from this moment forward. Mm. Let's
say it one more time. Let me show you this. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Namaste.